Shabbos Daf Tzadik Ches. Today's email comes from David Gladstone from Cedarhurst. After giving his own Dvar Torah, he writes, Just want to say how much I love the Shir and helps me start my day off with Torah. I do sometimes join the regular Zoom Shir in the middle of my day, but recently everyone has been booking meetings at 2 p.m. May you continue with this great Shir, David from Cedarhurst. If somebody takes an object, throws it from one Rosh Hashanah through Rosh Hashanah into the second Rosh Hashanah, the trick here in this Bryce is that in the first Rosh Hashanah, it only traveled two Amis, traveled through the Rosh Hashanah, and finally in the second Rosh Hashanah, travels an additional two Amis. According to this Bryce, the two Amis plus two Amis and the two Rosh Hashanah combine together to make a Shir of Isser. But we don't say that since it went from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah, he's high right away on Achnasa, because this Brisa does not hold of the concept called Kluta, we don't say that halachically it rested in the Rishus Hayachid. We're starting now a beautiful sugya of the Mishkan and how the Krushim worked. The Gemara tells us a concept. There is no Isser to carry in a Rishus that has a rooftop, because in the Mishkan there was no rooftop. And the Gemara analyzes this to see whether or not there was a rooftop in the Mishkan. We're talking about the beams, the Krushim, that built the Mishkan. When they transported these beams, they transported them on four wagons. The wagons were two and a half amma wide, five amas long. And they would transport the length of the beams on the width of these wagons. Says the Gemara, if we can find ear gaps between the Krushim, then you're right. There was no ceilings in the Mishkan. But if the wood was together, stacked together on these wagons, perhaps that should create a rooftop. So how were these crushim stacked? The simplest way, and that's the first step, perhaps they were stacked on their long side, one and a half amma by one amma, so they put them on the one and a half amma, so they should be more stable. There were 48 crushim, 12 crushim per wagon, that would give us three stacks, one and a half amma times three is four and a half amma, that leaves us a half an amma for the two gaps in the three stacks. Three stacks of four high. One, one and a half, a half an amma is one and a half tfachim per gap. That's less than three tfachim, which we typically say lovud, and that closes the gap, and now we have a roof. We have a ceiling. So let's say that they didn't stack them on the wide side, on the one and a half amma side. Perhaps they stacked them on the amma side. An amma will give us the potential to put down four stacks. We have a five amma wagon. We could put four stacks. You can't put five stacks because you have rings. It's, it's too much. We'll put four stacks of three high. That gives us three gaps. We have an extra amma from four ammas to five ammas. Extra amma for the three gaps. That's two tfachim per gap. Two tfachim is within lover. Once again, we have a ceiling. Why did the Gemara say there were no ceilings in the Mishkan? According to the Mandalomer that says that the Krushim started out as an Amma on the bottom, but tapered off all the way to nothing, to a finger on the top. If you stack them on the wagons like that, you will indeed have large gaps of ear, no problem. But what would you do about the other Mandalomer? Says the Gemara, they stacked them like clothespins, meaning they took two stacks and put them together, creating one stack, and then they took two stacks, putting them together, together creating another stack, a second stack. The reason they did so is to give it more stability. When you have two stacks put together like a clothespin, they won't tumble. Therefore, the gap between the two major stacks is a full amma. And that ruins the roof of this Rishul Sarabim. 
And we're dealing with a wagon that doesn't have a bottom. It's just a frame. Because if it had a bottom, once again, we have a roof in Rosh Hashanah. What is Machleg is whether or not the Krushim were even on the bottom and top, or perhaps they went on a tapered angle. Waman Omar says, it says in the passage, you samim al roishay. Samim means to finish. Rabbi Nechemi will say no. Tamim means that it should be made out of one solid piece of wood. You can't connect two pieces of wood. Rabbi Nechemi, on the other hand, says, Yachtov. They have to look similar from top to bottom. Rabbi Yudha says no. Yachtov means that the wall should be nice and straight without any wood going in and out. The Gemara says, since one of the walls had six crushim, we had to find two more crushim to put in the corners. But if you are going to have crushim that are on an angle, it doesn't work out very well. You're going to have a little bit of exposure on one of the crushim. Says the Gemara, therefore, you have to cut this carriage on an angle, on a very specific angle for the corner. The, the Gemara tells us there was a big nace. The way these crushim were held up, was with metal looping around the outside of the Mishkan. But there was one, according to Rashi, that went in the center. The Bereach went in the center. And it was a big nace. It was over 70 amas long. And it snaked its way through the walls and made the turn on the corners. Even though it was metal, it was able to turn the corner. That was a big nace. The Mishkan was covered with three coverings called Yiriyos. We're going to be discussing... The first area called the Mishkan, and the second one, the Izim. The first one consisted of ten sections. Each section was four Amois by 28 Amois. In other words, we have 40 Amois long by 28 Amois wide. Now, the Mishkan was ten Amois tall and a ten Amois roof. That gives us at least 30 Amois. So to start off with, we're already missing two Amois. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that the walls did not take up any room because they came to a finger breadth on top. So we have a 10 amma ceiling and 10, 10 amma walls. It's exactly 30 amas. So the fabric came all the way down and exposed the adonim, the sockets on the bottom. According to Rebbe that the actual wall takes up a full amma on each side. Now we're missing an additional two amas. So the fabric came down and it was hanging two amas above the ground, exposing the adonim plus one more amma of the wood. Now, if we take it from the other side, the fabric was 40 amas long. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the fabric went all the way down to the floor on the other side. 30 amma roof, 30 amma roof, plus 10 amma wall, that's 40 amas exactly. But according to Rabbi Nechemia, the wall itself took up an amma. So now, the fabric went all the way to the Adonim, leaving one amma of Adonim exposed. Second, is the real season. That consisted of 11 sections times 4 amas, which is 44 amas. But the width was 30 amas. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, it went all the way down to the floor. According to Rabbi Nechemia, it exposed the Adonim by one amma. Now if we take it to the length side, since you have 44 amas, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it, it went all the way down to the floor, plus two amas on the back side, dragging like a cowless gown. According to Rabbi Nechemia, it was only one amma on the floor, and it was two amas longer then the Urias Hamishkan. The Krushim were chiseled on the bottom and fit directly into the sockets. Have a wonderful day.